I just had to do that. That sounds good. Somebody say amen. Amen. I uh, enjoyed that song so much. Am I here or here? Everywhere. Thank God. Good. Great God. Amen. <clears throat> I enjoyed that song so much last Wednesday night. I've been praying and kind of thinking on what to preach on. I've come to the conclusion, well, I don't know whether I'd rather Brother Steve ask me way ahead of time to preach or just wait to the last minute. <laughs> He's done both. He, he, and, and it seems like he, he gives you plenty of time and the devil just fights you the whole time. Amen. And he's kind of thinking things has just happened not on purpose, but he kind of at the last minute sometimes you, you know, need you to preach. Okay. And then I'm thinking, you're thinking, you know, man, I need a little time to play. But it gives the devil less time to play and fight, you know. But I was thinking on what to preach, and, and she sang that song Wednesday night. And uh, that was kind of the topping. You can't ask too much of our God. Amen. You give me just a few minutes this evening. I'd like to give you a couple thoughts on that subject. He's the way maker. He's the way maker. How many times in, in your life have you been somewhere where you needed a way? You, you were just lost as a goose. Whether it was where you're going or whether it was what you're going to do next. And you needed a way. And you had no way. And you couldn't see no way. You had no idea. But most of the time, I, I believe our struggles are because from that point, we just keep struggling trying to make that way. Instead of turning to the one who's already got the way. Who's already made the way. Long before I was ever born. Long before I was ever thought about. My God had every step of my life planned out. I like to say stuff like that because I don't understand it. And I know other people don't understand it. And, and, and it gives them the opportunity to think, man, he's, he's, he's wise. Amen. I promise you tonight, if you don't get something from this message, from this hillbilly, you need more help than, than, I, than, I, than I got. Amen. Because this will not be deep. I'd like to take a second to appreciate and, and, and extend my thanks to all of Calvary's ministry workers. You have a special place in this ministry. And I appreciate and, and, and I can especially say our, our rest home ministry workers. I appreciate them from the bottom of my heart. And don't often tell them about, about that. You glad to be here tonight? Say amen. amen. Told the guys at prison Friday night, you know, you can have fun in church sometime. You know, I, I think God sometimes is a God of sense of humor. I mean, he gave us a laugher to laugh about something. Amen. 
I appreciate Brandon. I wasn't able to be here Sunday night. I hit the road trying to get up Indiana and back every week. So I was on the road. And uh, without a doubt, Brother Barker preached the most powerful message I've ever heard him preach in my ears. I was rolling up the road and I knew I should have been here because I knew it was for me. I knew. And usually I try to listen to the service. I try to watch it. Man, I'll put my phone up there and drive and all that kind of stuff you ain't supposed to do. I'll watch it going down the road. And, but usually I, I, I can only get part of it. Signal go out, this, that, and the other. Every word of the entire service came across loud and clear without a glitch everywhere I went. I watched the entire service and I knew it was for me. What are you going to do with the rest of your life? Well, I know what I've done with half of it. Amen. But I appreciate Brother Brandon as he got up here and spoke a word about the rest home ministry. If you're, you're part of a ministry, whether it's bus ministry, Sunday school ministry, rest home ministry, jail ministry, but you get memories. <laughs> you get experiences. And we can tell about a few. I appreciate Brother Brandon talking about the, the marriage ceremony we had over there one day. Not, what a memorable occasion. I mean, it was, it, it was grand, you know? And I think about Johnny. When we used to bring the folks in into church before they made us stop doing it, and the Lord opened the door, we started having church over there. But we'd bring, we'd bring them in on the van. Johnny, you always sit down right about here. Johnny on Sunday morning asked Brother Steve. He said, I got, I got a prayer request, Brother Steve. He said, yeah, Johnny, what can, what, what can we pray about? Johnny was a Vietnam vet. And just as dead level serious as anybody in this world could be, Johnny said, Preacher, I got a special request. I want you to pray God send me some Marlboros. <laughs> Preacher was like, excuse me, Johnny? Preacher, I want you to pray God send me some Marlboros. Preacher was like, but, but Johnny, I, well, I mean, I, I probably can, but I, I'm, not, I'm just not sure how, how that's going to turn out. He said, well, you've got, you, 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 you got to do it, preacher. I want you to pray. He said, I need God to send me some Marlboro because these generics are about to kill me. And Johnny was just as serious as anybody in here tonight. I had a lady over there. She was old. I mean, she's real old. You can tell she's real old. I walked in one morning. She said, it's my birthday today. And you don't ever ask a lady how old she is, unless she volunteers, you know. And uh, especially over there, I mean, you, you, might, you, might, you might be on cloud nine one, one week over there. You might be a resident next. It just depends on how you act, you know. And uh, you, you can't never tell. I walked in. She said, it's my birthday today. I said, oh, is it? I said, uh, how, uh, well, Happy birthday. She said, you know how old I am? So oh, she opened the door, you know. She said, you know how old I am? I said, I have no idea how old you are. I said, how old are you? She said, I'm older than dirt. I said, older than dirt? She said, yes, I'm older than dirt. I said, that is pretty old, ain't it? I mean, I just got on in there, son. I said, that's pretty old. She said, that's real old. She said, that's real old. I said, well, happy birthday anyhow, older than dirt. She said, thank you. Very next Sunday. Very next Sunday, same woman. She come in there. I said, hey, how you doing? I said, you still older than dirt? She said, what'd you say? <laughs> I mean, she got all up in my, we got all up in my grill, you know? She got, she, she said, what'd you say? 
I said, uh, it's, it's going to be a, bird, a pretty day. <laughs> so you never know, you know. We had a fellow over there, Joe. Joe was one of the faithfulest people we had to our services. Joe got dementia and started having some trouble out of him. But Joe, one morning, Joe uh, gave us the number one example of how we should view modern-day TV evangelists. You got that picture, Brother Allen? The number one way we should view modern-day TV evangelism. And if you blow that up just a little bit, it's Joel Osteen, by the way. Amen. And that was Joe's version of how I'm going to watch a TV evangelist. See what the faithful record landmark has to say. But our most, our most memorable occasion whatsoever, by far, was the one Brother Brandon spoke about the other night. The time he got married. The time he got married. Now, since I'm preaching tonight, I'm going to have to be honest with you. Totally. If I wasn't preaching, I probably, wouldn't, I probably wouldn't give you this part. Amen? But since I'm preaching, I have to be honest with you tonight. This lady came to me first. She came to me. She, she hit me right through the door. She said, will you marry me? I said, excuse me? She said, and she, and here she, I, I mean, she's all up in your grill, too. She, she said, you marry me? I said, uh, I, I can't marry you. My wife is right there. I said, I'm already married. She said, really? I said, yeah. Well, about that time. Brother Brandon stepped through the door. <clears throat> and I said, I said, uh, I'm already married, uh, but that fella right there, he could probably help you out just as just, he could probably help you out, son. I mean like a dog on a bone, son. She went, he done sat down at the table. She sat down and hugged up to him. And as the office ceremony, you ever did the sweetest, sweetest time that you ever did see. She 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 said, I want to thank you for marrying me. I mean, they had it, man. I want to thank you for marrying me. Excuse me? I want to thank you. You remember, you remember buying me this ring. You remember that, don't you? you and I mean, son, it was going on thick. Uh, do we have that memory, Brother Allen? <laughs> oh, one of the sweetest times, one of the sweetest times. We'll never forget it. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Brother Allen. But I just want to appreciate our, our ministry workers tonight. Let's get to the Bible. Amen. Ephesians chapter 3 tonight. Ephesians chapter 3. <clears throat> if you can stand tonight, I'm going to ask you to stand out of respect for the reading of God's Word. In Ephesians chapter 3, I'm going to read a few verses. I'll pray, and then you can be seated. In Ephesians chapter 3, look down verse number, verse number 13. Lost my place already. Mary Brandon, Mary Brandon, he'll take care of it. Ephesians chapter 3, y'all pray for me. Hey, you, know, you know how I talked about the devil fighting all week? He's been fighting, son. Let's pray. I'm going to find this in a minute. Let's pray, and you can be seated. Father, we thank you for this time. Thank you for your many blessings. I pray you bless each and every one of us here tonight. 
I pray that you meet each need in this building. Help those that's unable to be here. I pray that you meet their needs in a special way. I pray that you bless Brother Steve and Miss Tammy. Give them safety while they're away. May all that's done be pleasing to thee and uplift the name of Christ. And we love you and thank you for all that you do in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. <clears throat> what I did, I wrote down the wrong scripture after all that. Wherefore, in Ephesians chapter 3, <laughs> in Ephesians chapter 3, verse number 13. Wherefore, I desire that you faint not at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. For this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is that breadth, length, and depth, and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now unto him that is able, watch this, now unto him that is able to do exceeding, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. Unto him be glory in the church of Christ Jesus throughout all ages, uh, ages world without end. Amen. Oh, look, I found my place. Amen. Y'all can be seated. You know, we live in a troubled world. You don't have to look around very far to see all the trouble in this world all the mess in this world. People are hurting today. People are hurting. If you're sitting in this room tonight, and you are, you probably have some kind of burden. Whether it's for somebody, or whether it's for self. It's a burden. It's a weight. And the Bible's full of scripture that we could have went to talking about burdens, talking about weights, talking about trusting in the Lord. I mean, there's hundreds of them. But you have to pick something. He said, preach the whole counsel of the Word of God, but not all one night. Amen. In Matthew 9, 26, how many of you in here tonight, you got a burden? You got a burden. Some kind of burden, some kind of, some kind of weight, some, something you're dealing with. Maybe nobody else in the world knows about it. Maybe your spouse knows about it. Maybe your praying friends know about it. Something that you need taken care of, something you need done, something you need to do, but you ain't got there yet. A lot of people not here tonight simply for that reason. When they ought to be here. 
like preacher said, you know, he, he, oh, he's just an influence, you know. If people hear and get what comes from this pulpit every service, that'd cure a lot of things. Uh, you, you can say that, amen just as loud as you want to tonight. It won't bother me a bit. Amen. I'll start pointing like Brother Brandon. Amen. But people have burdens. People have trials, tribulations, troubles that they can't get about. They can't get, get around. They can't get over it. They can't get under it. They can't get around it. They can't get away from it. Sometimes it's kids. Sometimes it's spouses. Sometimes it's just family. Sometimes it's the in-laws. Sometimes it's the outlaws. Sometimes it's, it, it's, it's, it's co-workers, school uh, friends, acquaintances, close friends. People need help. A lot of trouble. Nobody ever told me when I got saved from then on everything would be fine. I'm glad they didn't. Nobody ever said when you get saved from then on everything's perfect. All the troubles go away. No. Life is laid out. The troubles are coming whether we get saved or not. After we got saved and we got in this thing some of the worst Times of our life came our way. And being new Christians, we're, I, I'm thinking, what's the deal, God? I didn't, I, I didn't know this. I didn't know that you can't ask too much of our God. And after a while, my wife said, well, I sure am glad we got saved. Hey. Well, this was coming. Hey. If we had got in before then, we know now we wouldn't be here tonight. Wow. It would took us out of here. People are dealing with a lot nowadays. You can't ask too much of our God. Why? Because He's the way maker. That was all right, but that was kind of Pentecostal or Babylonian. He's the way maker. Amen? I asked Hannah tonight to sing that song again for about three reasons. One or four reasons. I just liked it. I just liked it. Amen? It put the Hopping on the message. That's what I was going to preach. Another reason is because we've we literally saw her grow up in this church. Oh, she's not always liked to sing. She had to be made to sing. Amen. Now we've saw her walk out this tall. Her hair was almost longer than she was. Preacher would walk over and pick her up hold her right here and they'd sing coming out of that door over there you'll sing you're going to sing go over there and sing she was made to sing why? because he's making a way because he was making a way way back yonder 
that's pretty, way, way back yonder. That was pretty good, wasn't it? He was making a way. And look at her today. Not putting no, no, no pointing fingers at her. But she can sing. I told her not too long. Now, she sings good with other people. I told her not too long. You do your best by yourself. Amen. Because he was making a way. And she'd come out here and he picked her up and hold her. And they'd sing. Jesus loves me or I'm going to marry daddy when I grow up or something like that. Amen. People carrying burdens tonight. Matthew 19, 26. But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. In Luke 1.37, you know, like I said, there's hundreds of scriptures we can go to. Let, let me just give you a few. This is going to be shallow tonight. This ain't deep at all. So you can get every bit of it with ease. For with God nothing, Jesus said, shall be impossible. Amen. Psalm 147, verse 5, the Bible says, Great is our Lord. Amen. And of great power, His understanding is infinite. Infinite. Amen. Now, being from my West Virginia upbringing, education, I had to look that word infinite up, but it means, it means per deep. Amen. In the West Virginia dictionary, it said per deep. Per deep. Jeremiah 32, verse 27, the Bible says, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? God even asked the question, Is there anything too hard for me? You got it? Let me have it. Try me. Amen? In our turn, God's saying, I got this. Give it to me. Job 42, too. You know, remember Job? Job had a pretty bad day. I mean a bad day. All that happened in a, happened in a day. Amen? Job said, I know that thou canst do everything. <laughs> everything. And that no thought can be withholding from thee. You got a burden tonight? You got something you need, you need taken care of tonight? He's the way maker. Do you need a way? person come to me the other night after watching that video about the missionaries in the jungle, food poison, all that kind of stuff, and they're getting ready to walk out 12 miles, about to throw up. All them little kids, somebody need to go and tell them about Jesus. Somebody came to me the other night, asked me to pray about it. I said, I sure will. He said, the Lord put it on my heart about missions tonight. I said, well, he's been putting it on my heart for a long time. Amen. For a long time. And Brother Barker got up here. What are you going to do with the rest of your life? What are you going to do with the rest of your life? What are you going to do with the rest of your life? I couldn't get that off of my mind. Amen? I said, I'll pray about it. But you know what happens a lot of times? We've heard it again. We've heard it again. We've prayed about it again. We've prayed about it again. We tell somebody we'll pray about it, and then we don't even do it. We listen, but we don't hear. Fundamental Baptists today have been at this too long. They get immune to everything. We think everybody walks through there that's lost is going to get it today. When God's got something for us, every single service. Amen. Job said in 14, verse, uh, chapter 14, verse 1, man who is born of woman. <laughs> is there any other man? Is short of days and full of trouble. Irma over to rest home, black lady. She's been there forever. 
I think she's older than the one that died. She comes in there. She might come in there early. She might come in there last minute. She'll come in. I mean, you're all preaching. You're all up into it. You, 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 you're doing good. You're, you, got the, you can see the runway in sight. Here, the door flies open. Here is Irma. You think, amen. And you don't want to tell her to get a seat. She'll flog you like a, like a, like a hen rooster, son. Now she's got to come in. No matter when she comes in, she's got to come in and walk around and shake every single person's hand in that friggin' room. I mean, and you're trying to preach, and God said, and, you know, and, and, and you just shake her hand and go on. And I'll say, hey, baby, how you doing? Good morning, sunshine. She'll say, yeah, back at you. I said, well, good. Good to have you this morning, you know. I said, hey, man. She'll say, hey, woman. She said, hey, woman, she brung you. I said, yeah, and you ain't never going to let me forget it, neither are you. She said, nope. <laughs> Amen. In Isaiah 44 and verse 24, the Bible says, thus saith the Lord. When he says something, it's time to listen. Yeah, right. Thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer, and he that formed thee from the womb, I am the Lord, and maketh all things, that stretches forth the heavens alone, that spreadeth abroad the earth by myself. <laughs> I read that, and I thought, I ain't never read that verse like that when God said, I did it by myself, <laughs> you know? Usually, it, usually it's, it, it, it's thine and thee and all that. God said, by myself. <laughs> Amen? I did it by myself. And Isaiah 43 and verse 7. Even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory. I have formed him, yea, I have made him. Why are some troubles come? Why do some cr troubles come? Why do some tribulations and burdens and trials and, and things? Why do they sometimes come? We don't ask for them, and most time we don't. We, you know, God, I didn't have this coming. You know, sometimes it's maybe to test our faith. Sometimes maybe it's to get bring glory to God. You know, Psalm thirty-four and verse four: I sought the Lord, and He heard me. And delivered me from all my fears. You know what burdens are? Burdens hold that inward fear that we don't want to talk about. Sometimes we don't, we don't want to, I mean, especially us men. We ain't scared of nothing, son. Just don't hang around us after dark and all that kind of stuff. Amen. I mean, I go out, I got four guns. I mean, I got one of them, I got one of them mag lights to take 4D batteries, son. I, you can't even buy them now. It was my dad's. I mean, you kill somebody, that thing. It's this long. I thought, yes, sir. That's a ball bat and a half. Amen. But burdens bring fear. We don't know how to talk about it. We don't know how to deal with it. You know, there's legitimate cases of depression and all this kind of stuff and, and trauma. People been through stuff. But it's always been that way. But you look how it's escalated in the last couple decades, maybe. I don't know how it's escalated. Now, I'm not for all that. Now, I think God gives knowledge. We're, we're learning about that in the latter times. Knowledge shall increase. And there are good medicines on and there are legitimate. I have a brother that's six years younger than I am. I'll turn 60. Oh, that was depressing. Son. Never mind. 
I'll turn 60 this March. Can you believe that? Never know. Would you? Amen. But anyway, he's six years younger than me. He'd been on a medicine all his life. If he wouldn't, he'd die. There are legitimate depression cases, and I understand all that. I'm not saying there's not. But I'm just saying there is a, there is a huge group, I think, just need the Lord. Why? Because he can make the way. Amen. Psalm 34, verse 4. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me out of all my fears. 2 Corinthians, verse 1, chapter 1, verse 3. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort, who comforted us, comforted us in all our tribulation that we may be able to comfort them everybody's got troubles everybody's got issues if you're here tonight and you think you you can say you ain't got troubles you ain't got no issues you ain't got no burdens guess what it's coming i promise you that amen that's what you hear nowadays well why don't he work he got issues yeah he needs his brains knocked out. Get his attention. Issues. We all had issues. Work wasn't no harder when I started than it is when Junior needs to start tomorrow. He's 30. He needs to get out the house. I just had to throw that in there. Amen. Watch this. How do we, deal, how do we need to deal with it? God who comforts us in all our tribulation so that we may able, be able to comfort them which are in any trouble. By the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God, the way maker. You know why people can't help people nowadays? They're too stuck on themselves. They're too wallered up, drowning in their own troubles, and they got troubles. We ain't saying that. People got troubles. That's bad English, wasn't it? People got troubles. People got burdens. People go through trials, things that they didn't ask for. But if that's all we deal with, if we don't get the help, then we can't help nobody else. You see? But if we go to the Waymaker and we give it to God and God starts fixing stuff in our life, then guess what? we got something to tell about. Because we all know somebody that's got burdens. Somebody that's got burdens. Adam and Eve chose to ruin a perfect environment. And he still made another way. Amen. Noah's day, men chose their own way. God made a way for Noah. You imagine what burden Noah had about 120 so years building a, a, a boat when they didn't even know what a boat was. Going to come a rain. They never saw rain yet. Didn't know what a storm was. Trusting God. What a burden he had to have for everybody around him. 
and then to find out God's only going to save them. But he's the way maker, you see. Moses' day. God helped Moses. I love that southern boy. Good night. He's my kind of guy, you know. Moses' day, God, God, made, God made a way to the promised land. And I believe God had, God had their path made out through the promised land. They say it should have took about two or three weeks. But the Bible says they wandered in the desert 40 years. They disobeyed God. Moses said, pack up your stuff. That's a southern word. Pack up your stuff. We're going to move. He's all for them. And then the next day, God kill these rebels. Amen. Pack up your stuff. Let's go over yonder. Amen. You know, in Paul and Silas' day, they needed a way. Two little preacher's boys doing God's business ended up in, in jail. Ended up down, downstairs in the prison. Cold. Beaten. Naked. Bleeding. Hungry. Hurting. That's a, pretty much, that's a pretty big burden. I bet Paul was probably thinking, how are we going to get out of here now to himself? Because he's got to be an influence to the preacher boy over here. Amen. I can see Paul, Silas, about that time. <coughs> Paul, can you tell me something good? Paul said, well, I ain't sure, Silas. But I know one thing. We got a mighty big God. Well, where's he at, Paul? He's around. Paul's probably thinking, hurry, Lord Jesus, hurry. Amen. And all about that time, Paul just cuts loose. And the Bible says, and at midnight, I don't know how long he'd been there. <clears throat> and at midnight, they sang. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound. About that time, I think Jesus stood again and said, Amen. Gabriel, go down there and shake that place. Now he shook that place and the doors fell off and all that kind of stuff. The jailer got saved and everybody's hooting and hollering, had a, had a revival. Why? Because he made a way. He made a way. Just two old boys, just like you and I. Nobody special. And God made a way through all their troubles and all their burdens. 130 Americans die every day from opioids. Every day. That's more people than I know. 88,000 alcohol-related deaths annually in this country. 17,284 murders in the U.S. in 2017. 2.8 million youth in America run away every year. And the majority of them are between 10 and 14 years old. 553,000 homeless people in America on any given night. 
people hurting. People got troubles. 2.3 million Americans are incarcerated in the U.S. as of 2016. 2.3 million. In 2017, 194,377 babies were born to women between ages 15 and 19. Almost 200,000. 2019, there were two and a half million divorces in America. Suicide is the 10th leading cause of death in the U.S. as of 2018. The suicide rate is the highest it's been since World War II at 1.4 million annually. Now, every statistic I just mentioned, was just a, that was just a handful of the problems in America. Every one that I just mentioned touches somebody's home. Touches somebody's family. And the sad thing about it today is a lot of those homes and a lot of those families in our day are even Christian homes. We're dealing with opioids. We're dealing with drug addicts. We're dealing with unwed mothers. We're dealing with suicides. We're dealing with alcoholics and drug addicts. Killers. You go to the store nowadays, you see as many or more grandparents with kids, little kids, than you do parents. Well, maybe they're watching them today. Let's hope so. That'd be a good thought. Maybe they're babysitting today. Oh, that'd be a good, that'd be grand. But most of them, they're raising them. You think they asked for that? No, sir. You get big enough, you're getting out the house. Amen? If you even think you're old enough to work nowadays, you're getting out. You think you're, I'll, I'll encourage you to think that way. Amen? I've been seeing billboards now from here to Indiana. Inspire kids to do. That's it. They don't have to put something on there. Just inspire them to do. Amen? That'd be an accomplishment. Jesus is still the answer, friend. He's still the answer. Why? Because he's the way maker. Too many families today, we're dealing with those kind of things. Those are burdens. Those are tribulations and trials we didn't ask for. But we have to deal with them. Psalm 34, 6. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. Amen. In Isaiah 45. In Isaiah 45, you can look. Verse number 5, and the Lord said, I am the Lord, and there is none else. I am the Lord, and there is none else. Verse number 6, I am the Lord, and there is none else. Verse number 18, I am the Lord, and there is none else. You know, if you read Psalm, or Psalm Isaiah 45, God just throws a fit, son. God has a preaching spell to be, to be admired. Amen? Verse number 21, he says, There is no God else beside me, a just man and a Savior. There is none beside me. 
He said, look unto me and be ye saved all the ends of the earth, for I am God and there is none else. Why? Because he's the way maker. You need a way tonight, he's the way maker. I can pray about some stuff if you want me to. I can help you a little bit, buy you a hamburger or something. I can probably help get you along a little bit, but I can't make you wait. I can't ease your burden. I can't take your weight. Good night. I got enough of my own. The problem nowadays is, 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 is we only want to come to the altar. Preacher, give altar call. Nobody comes. What's the matter? Nobody got burdens? Nobody know anybody you can pray about? Christians are slipping. America's slipping. When I talk about America, I'm talking about the, the Christian America, where we, we, where we was founded. Amen? Everybody knows somebody that needs a prayer. I'm glad somebody knew I needed a prayer. Amen. You better be glad you, somebody prayed for you. I promise you they did. Matthew 19, verse 26. But Jesus beheld them. We read this a while ago. But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. When we cannot see a way, He already has the way. Verse after verse after verse. How many times does He say, I'll go before thee? I've trod that path. You know, we can't go anywhere where He's not not only already been, He's still there. (laughs) Amen? How do you like that? He was there. He's going to be there. He is there. He's there now. Which is it? Yeah. Amen? How about all the above? How simple can it be? I can't explain it to you. If anybody tries to, guess what? They're going to get over our head. We just have to realize He's the way maker. Whatever the way is we need, He's got it. Isaiah 45, 2, He said, I will go before thee. I will go before thee. How many of you got somebody tonight? You know somebody that needs a way. Mm. Amen. Who here tonight, you need a way. There's some stuff in my life I need a way. I'll tell you to pray about it. I ain't going to tell you about it. I'll tell you to pray about it. Amen. But I need a way. Well, I'm glad he's the way maker. Let's all stand by our head for prayer. Lord, we thank you for this time together. Thank you for your many blessings. Lord, we thank you for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, that you're in control when we forget that. Lord, when when we neglect that, when we fail to Acknowledge that. Lord, while we stumble sometimes about trying to fix something, trying to get rid of something, Lord, what we need to do is give it to you and realize you've already got it worked out if we'll just trust in you. 
our heads bowed and eyes closed tonight. Is there anybody here tonight that if you died right now, you're not absolutely certain that you go to heaven? If you're here, you don't absolutely know that you're saved and going to heaven one day. We'd like to encourage you to not leave this building before you find out. We'd love to take the Bible, just like someone took the Bible one night and showed me what I've never seen before. And it opened my eyes to the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ. You can do that too. Our heads bowed and eyes closed. How many of you tonight, you have a burden? You have a burden that you need the Lord to move on. Let's see your hand. A lot of hands, a lot of needs. Hey, friend, church family, he's the way maker tonight. Don't forget, where cometh our help? He can do all things, and I'm glad he can. Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Well, somebody say amen. You can look up this way. I appreciate everybody being here tonight. Pray for somebody. Keep Brother Steve Miss Tammy in your prayers. Pray for each other. Amen. amen. We all got trouble.